The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Not only is Matt back, but there's a lot of gas dropped in this room today. Uh, Frank Grillo was so much fun, comes in with us. We get phone calls from Eddie Alvarez, Frankie Edgar. We laugh, we talk, there's a little cheering and booing. Matt, comment. So much fun, fun, fun! UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome. Finally, the team is back together again. Oh, man. We're, we're, it's like the uh, the Blues Brothers. We're putting the band back together th- again. I'm so happy. We're on a mission from Dana. I'm so excited. <laughs> We're on a mission of the I have, uh, We have Eddie Alvarez calling in. We have uh, Frankie Edgar calling in. And we have Frank Grillo coming in. This, uh, this is... Very busy the, show. It's got the makings of a great show. And I had a fun radio show on Jim and Sam yesterday morning. I interviewed Rose uh, Namayunas, who is not available to come in because she's not here today. Um, and, and also... Uh, Pat Barry, her fiance, was with her, and Pat's a funny dude. Yeah, he seems like a funny guy. It was a really fun interview, just yeah. chatting with them. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a great time, and um, that's you know, I'm almost like upset that that good time wasn't had here. I would love it to have been had here. I tried, yeah. I did try, but they just it was it was an available. They would probably love to have come on too. It was an availability. And uh, I'm sorry about the other day. It was out of my out of my I'm control. Sorry, you didn't feel well. I mean, it happened too. I mean, now I know the protocol. You say text you anytime. Oh, stop. Why are you playing with your belly? In my stomach. Why are you playing with your belly? I did a thing the other night and I just ate a lot of candy. I'm eating bad again and it's fucking impossible to stop. On that, on that topic. God damn it. On that topic, I feel, listen, I always find that the positive, I try to find the positive in almost any situation. I had that stomach virus I caught from my little Maria, my little six-year-old. Hmm. And yes, both ends, not good. But I'll tell you right now, the positive, mm. I think I lost like six pounds. You look I good. Feel, uh, thank you, Jimmy. And I feel lighter and I feel like I had a cleanse. And last night I was watching a movie with my wife and there was sourdough pretzels in between us. And he did little nugget ones. I didn't have one nugget. Jimmy. Oh my not God. Not one. And they were good. They were, I would have had so a lot. You love sourdough nuggets. Oh, th- listen. The, and these are really, my wife gets <laughs> They're the better than getting blown. Don't be ridiculous. They are. I'd rather have sourdough nuggets at this point in my life. With mustard, you dip them in some deli mustard, all salty, with a Diet Coke, or in your case, a Diet Pepsi. I like it, Diet Cherry Pepsi. Holy sheep shit. Yeah, but I like getting blown. But that's not the point. The point is this. Can you imagine getting blown while you're eating pretzels? Uh, On the toilet? (laughs) I'm sorry. Did I take it too far? Oh, a bomb 
pumpkin. Is it too early for a pumpkin three minutes into the show? I can't do anything on the toilet. I can't even chew gum on the toilet. (laughs) I do everything on the toilet. (laughs) Get a lot done on the toilet, including texting uh, both of you guys. That I can do. Texting Chris, the producer, at 2 a.m. because I couldn't... I, I knew that, you know, hey, it was only getting worse from there. You know what I mean? Sure. But it was a 24-hour thing. Did you vomit or no? Vomited. Oh, oh and I did. haven't... Oh, big time, big time. More vomiting than the other end. And it was Are like one sure of those... Are you sure it was because your kid was sick, you didn't get food poisoning? I'm pretty sure because uh, my kid didn't... We didn't eat. My kid had it and then I had it. It's like, you know, same thing, like 24 hours. And, and that's it. You know, I trained this morning with... Uh, a, cu- a few of my guys. I'll tell you, Petrago Self felt like uh, I-, I wronged him the way he was attacking me this morning. Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Best he felt in ages. I'll tell you right now. I go, dude, you should jump into some grappling tournaments, motherfucker. <laughs> I was attacking me. Fucking pit bull. Um, but what was I? What the fuck was I getting at? Oh, yeah, man. Dude, one of those little pretzel nuggets lead to 20. I'm not doing I did the right thing, Jimmy. Dude, I, I feel my stomach right now. I really am a pig. What's today's date? The 10th. All right. The show comes out the 11th. Let's just pretend it's the 11th. It is the 11th. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to do the right thing with the diet now. Yeah, That's a good. lot that... you didn't, Why don't you believe me? I do believe you, actually. You didn't I'm more, look, I'm, because you I'm looked being, away. Here's what I looked away. Because I'm thinking about how bad I still feel about what I ate. So I, I feel like whenever you're in that place where you just ate something shitty, you feel bad about what you did. It, now everything makes sense. Why your inside smells so bad. Maybe it's the change of diet. Here's what happened. Oh, yeah. What? I accidentally broke wind before the show. <laughs> and Matt's acting like it was bad. I, I disagree because the air conditioner was on. So Matt got it before I did. No. Which is, and, and you're welcome. I didn't even get it until Matt did. I let him enjoy before I and did. I, there was almost some like innocent, innocent uh, just casualties. Yeah. I they weren't innocent. You called them into the thing. <laughs> you know, the girl Brittany next door. What does she do? She runs the Stand Up New York yeah, the comedy club. Yeah, she manages club. the club. She manages uh, Stand Up New York. Yeah, the, the comedy club. Yeah, she's a good egg. The she didn't nice deserve. Girl. She didn't deserve what what I what it I brought her stink, into. Though, but it didn't stink when she. So did. Jimmy stunk up the room. I'm just let me let, let the uh, the listeners know. So Jimmy gassed this place out. Chris, the producer. Am I, listen, you're you're indifferent. You're Switzerland between me and Jimmy. Right. How was it in here? It wasn't good. It was I'm not, not good at all. You, no. And Jimmy, he's trying to be polite. So what did I do? What did I do? I just want to know. I, I told Brittany she left her cell phone in here. So she, <laughs> you know, she, you know, the, you know what saved you? It, it was a little bit before she got in here because she was yeah. on the phone. Oh, I don't care. I'd go in there and crop dust her place. Dude, you fucking take a dump yeah. on her desk. Absolutely. You're Jimmy. You're fucking Jimmy Norton. I would say that. All right. Dude. By the way, right. I, I, we had a debate the other day. Not a debate, a discussion. Oh. They've announced a lot of the fights in, uh, for, for, two, uh, for, for July 8th. Oh, hit me. I Where are they? Are they, are they could so you bad. put your shirt down? Fat? Do you look fat? Yeah. <sighs> next to me? Same. I look fatter. No, you don't look fat. You. you don't look fat. No, next to oh, me. guys, you look come great. on. I'm big. I'm so wide. Wait, who do you think? Because Dillashaw Cody is the co-main about? in that. Now, on, I was talking about what, what, in yeah. uh, Vegas. There's a whole bunch of fights that were announced. What else was announced? Are they in front of me? Um... Do you have them in front? I, of you? I have it here. They announced Verdum Overeem for the third time. They'll be right. fighting. I want to. I want to talk about that in a okay. second. Go ahead. Anthony Pettis versus Jim Miller. Jim Pettis a great fight. Called for that fight. Uh, that, well, that's definitely a good fight. For Robbie sure. Lawler returning to face Cowboy. Cowboy. That's official now. And obviously the TJ <sighs> Cody fight. 
What? You did it again, motherfucker! <laughs> I, what am I? I know I'm not crazy. Matt, you summoned it. It was like oh, you, you can't you talk about this it. To it, me. it comes. It's like saying Candyman three times. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I want to click my heels like fucking three times. This is this is this is bad today, and I'm happy. I'm so happy to be here too. I can't wait. The Frank comes in into our filth. I hope he walks. I'm like, right why out. our filth? I didn't even let nothing out. Uh, I think I, well, I'll blame you. You blame me. We'll see. We believe. We believe me or the big. You know what? Fuck it, let's blame Chris the producer. Absolutely. <laughs> anyway. But who do you think? Is there any main event ideas you have? Keep this going. Keep this going. Keep it going. Okay, cool. Keep it going. Hold on. Keep it going. Uh, Keep it going. Maybe. Uh... Oh, he's calling Brittany. Okay. I'm sorry. Hold on. Don't let her spray. No, let her, no, no, let her, no, let her, no. Let her walk in first and see if okay, she notices. Don't, don't say anything. Just tell her to come in. We need you, Brittany. <laughs> don't. Uh, hold on. Hi, Brittany. Hold on, don't hold on before you spray it. You don't smell anything? Brittany, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad, right? What is she doing, Chris the producer? She covered her face with spray the sweatshirt. Spray it like you're amazing me. Spray it like you're amazing Jimmy's ass. What's your What's your perfume? Thank you. Oh, not over my uh, my Pepsi. Oh, that's great. You're gonna do go home later one. and have to explain why you smell like perfume. Uh, just do do a couple more sprays, not towards Chris's ass. It's right right through his a hole. Go ahead. Go. Thank you, Brittany. That's very nice. Brittany, you're a lifesaver. I don't smell it. Thank you. I hope I didn't disturb you. No, it's okay. Thank you, Brittany. She probably, oh, it's, smell it smells it. nice in here now. No, it doesn't. It smells nice. <laughs> you, you you're saying Brittany doesn't smell nice? Cheap bag and your cheap perfume. Remember oh man, I'm everything? sorry to interrupt, guys, but it's it was okay. really Jimmy's a hole that ruined. So who do you think the main event's gonna be, dude? I mean, I would for Doom and. Oh my God, Verdum and uh, Alistair the third time over in Verdum. Yep. No. Um, Can we talk about that fight for a split sure. second? Only because you know I got the memory of a goldfish. There's somebody know. whoever t- whoever said that deserves a high ten. Uh, excuse me. So happy to be back. By the way, I, I was going to argue with you. We're going to get to over him in a second. Before air, we got on air, Chris. Um, I told Jimmy because I want him to argue with me. He go, no, you're not. You're very um, responsible, which I am. But I thought he's. I, I go to him. Ah, come on, Jimmy. I go. I'm gonna be 43 in, in, in a few <laughs> weeks, and I go. I'm so immature for 43. He goes, Yeah, you absolutely are. I go, What the? F-? Hey, you are. You just burped into a microphone and said, "I'm happy to be back." Hey, Brittany, come in here and smell his fart. Oh, oh right. I guess I'm, I'm a fucking man child. By the Jimmy. way, you know to be U.S. president, you have to be what is it, forty? Yeah. So you're old enough to be the president, and you just call the girl in to smell my fart. Am I fucking? Oh, why would I question your maturity, Jimmy? Can I tell you something? Honestly, though, sure. if that it might, if that is wrong. Go ahead, finish it for it's me. It's not wrong. If it, finish it, it for it, me. But it, it, finish it, it for me. Then I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right, well, Jimmy. It, it is immature I, for 43. It but is. That's okay. It's but not, that's it not is, an insult. It is, an, it is immature. It is, but it's not an insult. Like, I'm not saying that I'm very immature for, for my age. Yeah. So are you, but it, I don't, but don't find that find to be that, negative. But, but you pay I, your bills, you're a homeowner, yes. you're a career guy, you're a family guy, but... You didn't say pardon me and burped. You belched yeah. into the microphone loudly and put your arm up when I'm happy to be I back. Know, like I want, like I did something. Like well, I accomplished yeah. something. You enjoyed burping loudly and making people hear it. <laughs> oh, I like to have fun, Jimmy. Yeah, that's fine. Right, that's very, Jimmy. But burping I like really, that is very immature. It is, it is immature. In, yeah, it's Calling fun. somebody in to smell your insides is... is very childish. Is very childish. Why am I still laughing about it? Because it's funny. It's oh, always funny. Good. I mean... Let me ask you, because I sure. and I don't consider myself a, a comedian. I consider myself a silly guy. You are. I you're like a to funny be silly. Guy. You're but when you comedians, is everything? Do you like? Is that? Are you guys like that? Or, or no? You're, you're more mature than no, that. no. We, it depends on what we're talking about. No one doesn't like to drop a gas or somewhere. I mean, I if, just, you, if someone farts and someone calls a lady over it and walking yeah. into it, there's not a comedian alive that wouldn't enjoy that. I like to find the silly in things and the fun in things. Sure. No, Absolutely. no. Isn't life too short? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not to? Honestly, yeah. Right. I, I agree. I, I think it's a good quality. You know what I noticed? Not to get dark. Sure. You know, when my mother passed a year ago, right, with the with the cancer, cancer. you know, at, 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 she had hospice and everything at home. You know, my, my Aunt Lorraine just literally like a month ago, you know, and she, you know, had a hard tr- thing and she went. When you go, no matter how you go, it's never good. That's not never. a funny thing. It's never good. I mean, the best you could hope for is your family around or this and that. And it's fairly painless. I'm not saying, I'm not like, you know, know. making any kind of um, huge statement right now. Like, this is not groundbreaking. But we got to enjoy ourselves, Jimmy. Well, you know, there's a, a, there's a guy, Warren Zevon, when he was on Letterman. Talk to me. Uh, he knew he was dying. He knew it would be his last appearance on yeah. David Letterman. Letterman loved him. He gave him the whole hour with him. And he knew he was head stage four he cancer. He knew he was dead. And they yeah. knew it was the last time they'd ever see each other. Yes. So he said, do you have any advice for people? And Warren Zevon, I think of this oh, a lot. He said, he said, enjoy every sandwich. And as crazy and as simple as that sounds. Was he, he, he was a comedian? No, he's just a, a singer. But he, that was his advice about he said, being enjoy alive. enjoy every sandwich? Enjoy every sandwich. Meaning every moment you have, every little moment that you don't think is important, enjoy it. Yeah. Like all these, you're eating a sandwich, enjoy it. Like, because you're going to get sick and die yeah. or something's going to happen. And it made me, I think about that stupid little quote a lot. Because eating a sandwich is a thing that we all take for granted. We're all fucking, just enjoy these dumb things. Like this silly podcast we're doing or drinking some coffee. I'm I, healthy, you're healthy. Yeah. Fucking enjoy it. You're alive. I might enjoy this too much. No, like you said. It's very fine. mature. Exactly. You enjoy my farts. <laughs> I do. My farts I do. bring life to match. You know what else I enjoy? What? This is on the segue. You're I'm the, not the king, but no, you're, you're the, the Segway king. You're the crown prince of Segways. All right. It's <laughs> some fucking good mixed martial arts. I do, too. This weekend, I am so fucking psyched. First of all, Friday night, I got a, a couple of buddies fighting. Well, I got this girl, Jenny Liddell, it's Longo's, uh, sure. it's Longo's girl, uh, doing a kickboxing match. And then uh, we have uh, my buddy, Manny Flores, who's, uh, we call him the African Samurai. What a good kid. He's a good guy. I, I, I really, I, I love that guy. He's fighting. And uh, that's on Friday night. And then... Then Saturday, I can't wait, man. So many good freaking fights, Dude, man. So, so many good fights, really car. quick. I mean, uh, Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier. And Eddie, we're going to talk to Eddie today, which is yeah, the uh, final one of S on the is that the prelims, uh, the final fight of the prelims, it's the FX prelims. Yeah, I mean, that is, I'm, I'm excited about that, Me really. Too. I mean, just well, right off the bat, uh, Jorge versus uh, Jorge Masvidal against Damian, Damian Maya. Maya. Holy shit. And uh, and obviously Stepe versus uh, those well you got uh, you got the whole card is it's phenomenal. Great, J Trick against Jessica Andrade, Andrade. Yes. and then uh, Miocic against uh, Junior. That which by the way we talked to uh, Stepe called in the other day, and that heavyweight his first fight with Junior is one of the best heavyweight fights. I was just US watching it the other day, and they both really had their moments, man. Amazing fight, and oh. I felt Junior did win it. Yeah, that was but, fair. but I was mean a great fight, but. Stipe was in it, oh, and Stipe had his moments where you think, I, I want to see, I, I'm very interested to see how it's going to play out now. Is it going to be very similar? Is it, what, what is going to, who's going to make the proper adjustments off of that first fight? When, I'm sorry, when was that again, that first fight? About three years ago? No? Yeah. Because I mean, hey, Which, man. Which, 2014? That's, that's about right. Let me see. Because since then, I mean, Stipe really has mm. been on fo- Ah, oh, son oh, no. of a B. This is going to be so bad. Oh, this is, look at this. That's the laugh of an evil villain. Oh, I don't know. If, dude, I, and, I'm, and I'm a champ. I don't, and I'm a team player. I don't think I, I don't know. This is bad. <laughs> Not man. into it today. Huh? Oh, my God. This is bad. 
So what does an what does a mature person do? Pretend they don't smell no, this. No, they fucking... might they might go like ooh. They might go ooh. But they wouldn't call in other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess they would. <laughs> I guess they would. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, I'm so happy. It's all my. It's all that candy I ate last night. It's all those M and M's. It's really bad today. Oh, thanks, Jimmy. Buddy. It's Jimmy. It's bad. Oh, thanks, man. Their first fight was December 2014. It was 2014. End of 2014. Yeah. What a what a battle that was, and I, I'm looking forward to every fight on this card. I, I mean, no, I, I really, really, uh, I'm so happy that my guys are are fighting on on Friday night. <laughs> where are they I, fighting? Where are they fighting in Brooklyn? Actually, yeah, uh, I got to find out where. <laughs> Fuck it, I, dude, I'm the last minute guy. You got to understand when I get done training in the morning, my 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 fucking my my black belt Jay Gershon's up there. You got the car running. I run out. I run out and, and flip flops, and I'm carrying my shoes and my socks because that's. I made it to the train with like literally a minute to spare. You did. I'm just the last minute guy. What does that have to do with anything we were just talking about? Nothing. Okay. I think our guest oh. is arriving. Oh, gr- oh, what a great time. Yeah. I, oh, good. We're going to talk to Frank. Do we want to let him in and then we'll let get, because Frankie's going to call in a minute. No, uh, excuse me. Eddie Alvarez is going to call well, in you want to, what do you want to do? You want to see what he wants to do? Well, no, we, we, we have Eddie calling in shortly. Oh, yeah. We'll bring in Frank and tell him we got Eddie Alvarez calling yeah, in. Yeah, man, and let's bring Frank in. Frank's, is he early or no? He's Frank's okay. a fan, He's a few man. minutes early, but yeah, I think he's oh. into it. See what he wants to do. He wants to come on in? I think he's going to come bring in. Bring him in. Yeah, the great Frank Grillo. We have to have a water for him. Yeah, we got <coughs> I got oh, this water, good. and he's a healthy dude, man. This yeah. guy's got, he's 51, and he has abs of a uh, 18-year-old MMA Hi, fighter. Frank. What's up, Frank? What's up, my brother? Good to see you again, man. Good? This is Jimmy Norton. Going, That's Chris the producer. Right, Jump on in so over there, yeah, man. Sorry. Jump on in. Put those headphones sorry on. Sorry if it smells in here. Yeah, yeah dude. Smell, man. What's going on? Right. It's, not, it's not a good thing. Stinks. And it's Thank not my you. insides. What's up, Frank? Like yeah, it's uh, bad in here. This is the great Frank Grillo from uh, Kingdom fame. If anybody ever saw the, uh, the series Kingdom. It's on. You know what sucks? The only thing that sucks. I got. I got so into this show, uh, The Kingdom, when they gave me the first DVD series. Last, I, th- I believe it was last. Shoot, man. When did we meet, Frank? Oh, you came down to. You came down to this. It was last year. It was. Game. It was last year. Yeah, it was last. It was like yeah. It was last year around this time, I believe. But, but we did we, the yeah. LA episode of uh, Looking for a Fight, and we That's visited right. the um, the set of Kingdom. Yeah. And uh, myself with Dana and, and Dean Thomas. And we met you and the whole crew over yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good time. Went out to Morton's that night. Yeah, we had some <laughs> fun. Oh, and, Dana, and Dana paid. The br- oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Dana always. Frank was going to uh, arm wrestle him up for the bill. By the way, I never know when you go out with someone that always pays. Like Dana yeah. does pay. Dana whips out like a fucking eight grand. You want to know the rule? What? If you're the richest guy at the table, you always pay. Yeah, That's but don't you feel as a friend like I always want to put in money. I always feel bad. Like I don't want yeah. him to think I'm taking kindness for granted. Like I say, I expect you to pay. Yeah. So I never know what's the protocol. Yeah, no, you shouldn't expect him to pay, but he should pay. Do you do the phony wallet? No, you reach? definitely go no. to your, your fake to reach for the money clip. That's what I do. I go, no, Dana. Sh- yes, no, yes, no. Get, sometimes, no, yes. Yeah, sometimes I pay like at a di- at a dinner, and and like I know, like if he's pulling his wallet out, he knows what he's doing. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Inst- it's like, okay, I'll get. You know, I'll buy you a drink. Speaking of dinner that night, those the Mortons, they got a that bread that they it's put the on the table. It's the best thing ever. They got a, and listen, they, look, I mean, this guy lift up his shirt and depress us all. No, I don't. Frank. I don't yeah, no, I don't. You need have bread. He's got. Oh, he's got I the have, abs of. You don't need the bread. No, of a twenty-one-year-old like Mattias. Tw- just twelve. <laughs> I've never had abs. <laughs> no, no, okay. is it nice? I've never had them. It's okay, man. I don't know if you like washing your clothes. Seriously, <laughs> what, what year? When's the last time you had a carb? 
No, yeah. it's like no, stepbrothers. I, I drink. I drink a lot of wine. Yeah, there's oh, carbs in there. No. How about so do you baked potatoes? No, I don't eat potatoes. No, no. I, you okay. know what I eat? I eat yams. Yams. Um, I like a sweet potato. I'm not a big fan of a yam. No, isn't that the same thing? Is it? I'm an Ital- Italian. Well, I'm Italian, so we call them yams. I don't know. Oh, maybe it is. What? I don't know. Uh, you got me with the yams. I don't know. You like a yam? <laughs> I'm not a big yam man. What do you eat? It. <laughs> I don't eat yams. But a sweet potato I just got into. Sweet potato. Fucking awesome. But, All right. But also, not to get off the sweet potatoes and the yams, besides, I want to get back to Kingdom for a second, but yeah. I'm a huge, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge Marvel fan and comic fan. And for the people that don't know, Frank was uh, Crossbones in uh, yes. in uh, Civil War, and uh, he was also uh, well, the same character, same in, uh, character in, yeah. with, in Winter uh, Soldier. Uh, Winter Soldier, yeah, yeah. Those were two, and know what's great about those? Those are two of like, the best Marvel flicks. I still think... And I haven't seen all of them, but I still think uh, Winter Soldier was the best movie. So good. Because it was the story that, I mean, so Redford, it, it was just a great movie. I know. Robert Redford was in that one. Did oh, you yeah. see Winter no, Soldier? No, I didn't. You have to see that, Jimmy. Who plays, uh, who is it about? Who's it about? It's Captain, Captain America. America. And that's Chris. Well, and uh, wait, wait a minute. Great. Chris yes. Evans, right? You, really? Chris, Chris Evans? Evans? You don't know Captain America? No, uh, Chris, you know, is that Chris Evans who plays him? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I've interviewed Chris. I, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I You know who Captain America is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I, I got it's a comic. Steal- <laughs> it's a comic. I got caught stealing a Captain America comic when I was a kid. You like did? Captain America number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. From a comic book store. Yeah, Evans. Yeah. Evans. Evans is a tough kid. Yeah. That would have been a good steal. Yeah. He's Captain like, America. I know. It would have been a great one. X-Men 94. I had a shitload of good ones that time. You did? Uh-huh. I wasn't a comic book guy. Really? No, never, ever. <laughs> and and what about the the martial arts? Did you get into that for the acting? No, no. I started. <clears throat> let me tell. You, so you know, I wrestled in school, and then and then always kind of boxed, and uh, and then at, when I moved to L.A., it was like '91. One of my buddies from my wrestling team said, "Hey, man, I'm doing this thing called jujitsu." Yeah. I'm like, "What's that? Is it Japanese?" He goes, "No, no, it's Brazilian. I'm with this Brazilian dude, Hicks and Gracie." And that was like in 93, 92. Yeah. So I started doing jujitsu with Hickson in 92 in his garage in the Pacific Palace. How amazing is that? Frank, yeah. we got to go to the phones. Uh, we're getting you know, back we to got that. interviews. Oh, cool. We got Eddie Alvarez uh, on the phone. Eddie, how are you? I'm excellent. What's up, brother? Good to talk to you, man. It's been quite a while since we have uh, spoken, and uh, you're fighting Dustin Poirier in Dallas this Saturday. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, great. We're, we're out in Dallas now. You are uh, down there. We cut going good, feeling energetic. I'm a I'm a Maserati. Okay, we haven't <laughs> talked to you in a while. Eddie. Last time we saw you was before you fought in New York, and and I've I've been wanted to obviously we have to ask you about the the Connor fight. Uh, I wanted to ask you when you walked in because I couldn't. Were you, was did the moment was it more than you thought it was going to be the the actual moment of fighting in the Garden? No, man. I, I've been asked this a, a bunch of times, of course. Um, so I had a great time. I had a great time leading up to the fight. Um, it was it was all real enjoyable for me. To not complicate things, I got I got hit with a punch. And anybody anybody who ever fought um, kind of understands this. I don't. We don't. The media don't need to complicate it. I don't want to complicate it anymore. It was I got hit with a punch, and I and I did a lot of stupid things thereafter. Um, that rarely ever happens in my career. Rarely. Sure. And uh, I just, I just kind of forgiven myself about it a couple months back, and uh, we moved forward. Yeah, yeah. Did he hit harder than you thought he would? Because people have said that you know, for all of this big shit talking about, but they say he does throw a hard punch. Was it was it more than you expected? Yeah. Well, it was the the timing and the speed of it. I think was what what was um what was surprising uh, because I he counter he counter he counterfoot. And um, I threw a punch, and then I got hit with a punch in between. So, I mean, when you're a good boxer, you have good timing, uh, it's kind of like 
you feel like you got snuck because it's a punch that you really didn't see. So it was more the timing and, and where it came from was what surprised me. And how did you handle that loss uh, after? Was it one of those things where you're like, okay, it was it was a, a, a title defense and you, and you lost the belt. Did you, uh, did you grieve that for a while or, or how was that for you? Yeah, I, gr- I grieved too long. You did? I'm, I'm, a, I'm sort of my, sort of my biggest critic and, um, Typically, coming off losses, I, I, I do well. I've lost championship belts. I've won them. I've bounced back a uh, number of times in my career. But uh, just the magnitude of the fight, uh, the shit talk that was going on, it just kind of kind of definitely was a bigger, bitter pill to swallow than most. But uh, I'm, happy. I'm happy where I'm at right now. And uh, I think that loss is going to turn out to be one, one of the better things that happened in my career. Yeah, Eddie, I read that, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I read that you said somewhere that it was very freeing, almost, it felt freeing, almost like your when your worst nightmare, like, came true, almost like you felt like you were, like, when you had that dream where you're naked in front of the school or something like that. I mean, can you explain well, that, school. how it felt so, what's that? Not a school. <laughs> in school. <laughs> in front of a school. I guess, <laughs> I, guess, I guess I don't want to misquote you on that. Na- naked in school is yeah. what you meant. Naked yeah. in yeah. school. Yeah, you, you can never teach again. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's going to be getting arrested. Eddie, <laughs> you, you said it. You know what I'm talking about? I, I know exactly yes. what you're talking about. And like, uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'll probably get slack and I've, I've gotten slack for saying that, but uh, it, it's a feeling that I had. It was liberating. Um, I, I've been I've been afraid of that moment all my whole career. You know, like I've been probably afraid of that moment for 13 years now, like that happening. And uh, I realized when when it got over and the fight got over that everything was kind of still the same. And um, I was fearing something that it was all really unnecessary is what I'm saying to feel the way I felt for the past 13 years because at the end of the day, I'm doing something I love to do and, and there are the consequences sometimes <laughs> when when you step inside the cage uh, long enough. Yeah. But it was definitely liberating and if you can't understand it, you probably, um, you probably never fought and you probably never made yourself vulnerable to that many people. Well, let me tell you, Eddie, I I definitely understand it. I started my my career off in the UFC by, I think I was the first guy ever to get stopped with a spinning back fist from a a guy who dresses like a pimp and he was wearing Speedos when we fought. So imagine opening your eyes and seeing that dancing above you. That was brutal. And it was with (laughs) the last 15 seconds of a fight that I was dominating. And uh, it was humiliating. And it was such a highlight. I still see it once in a while. It was a highlight clip from just for years and years to, to come. But the best way, I mean, from my experience, to, to, to take care of that is to get back in there and kick somebody's ass. How are you feeling for Dustin? I'm excellent, man. I feel like, uh, like, like I was saying, it was, a, it was a liberating feeling. So, like, going back into sparring, um, I, there's not really much to hold back because the fear is sort of gone. So I feel like um, I could be myself. I could, I could do things that maybe I wasn't doing because I was afraid to lose or some kind of tension was there that wasn't allowing me to fully be myself. So uh, I think this training camp, I just sort of let loose, man. Uh, Just throw things that I don't normally throw, uh, take caution to the wind, and do some things that I used to do when I was 18, 19 years old. And it 
it sort of made fighting fun again for me. Eddie, when you say your worst nightmare come true, do you mean the humiliation of that feeling? Because you have lost fights before, and it's one of those things that you guys deal with. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's just the 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 the, the capacity. Like I went to the Madison Square Garden um, a couple, maybe a month or two ago. Then my me and my wife went to go check out the Bon Jovi um, concert. <laughs> And I walked in there, and I immediately was just like kind of in this different realm. I was angry. I, it all came. It all came back. I'm like, man, it would have been nice to to shut this place down and blow the roof off this place. I I, I feel like I didn't um, realize the capacity of the moment that I was in until it was all over. So, uh, you know, it was it was a little rough. You know, and I and I've never had anything on that scale. Uh, I, I remember when I first started doing stand up. This is back in 1990. I did something that was an important set for me, and I remember bombing horribly and walking off stage. I bailed out early. I cried on the way home in the car. I'm like, I'm a fucking failure. I'm not good. It's a confirmation of all my fear. But then the next day, I remember thinking it'll never hurt this bad again. Like this is the one where you faced it. This is what you were afraid of. It was this validation that you weren't who you thought you were. And you know what? Here you are the next day. You're okay. You can do it again. So I wonder if it's something like that where it's never going to be that bad again. Yeah, I mean, this is fist fighting. It can get worse, brother. Oh, you look at it like, okay. <laughs> now I'm talking about not, the, the not, emotion of it, throw, though. We're not throwing jokes at a crowd here. No, no, I mean, I mean, really bad. no, no, I mean the emotion yeah. of it, though. Not, not the physical. Obviously, I've never, I've never been yeah. kicked by a fucking guy with an Irish accent. Yeah. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying the emotion of something never being that bad again. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope, I hope so not. I, I definitely, I hope so not. I, I don't, I don't feel the way I felt afterwards in the drive. It was a long drive home, and it was only to Philadelphia. So yeah, I don't imagine things could could feel worse than that. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, this game is full full of ups and downs. I mean, you just went from get capturing that title, man. I mean, that was one of your best performances ever. What you did to uh, RDA, yeah, Hanius, yeah. I was there live for that, Eddie. That was a that was a thing of beauty. And I don't, I think they just showed a clip of that the other day when you were you, I mean, laying into him when you had him hurt. Man, you had a you you had the killer instinct, man. You were on him, and you even tried that flying knee where you got cross-eyed for a split second. You got out, you got up. I mean, no one, yeah. you know, I was such a, that was such a great fight. I mean, look, I, I, I look at it like uh, Luke Rockhold, man. He went from beating my guy, Weidman, and having the best night of his life and then getting stopped by a guy that, that he destroyed. He beat, beat Michael Bisping. I was there for both those fights. And uh, he beat him in Australia that time with ease. And then he lost his title to the guy that he beat. And, and listen, this game, if you're not a strong, a mentally strong person, this this game will bring you to your knees and keep you there. But Bisbing, Bisbing, too, like he's a guy who I thought was done. Oh, yeah. And something clicked in that guy. And uh, he, like he shouldn't be where he is. I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's amazing to me. Oh, yeah. You, you mean know, that is, yeah. It's, it's perseverance. It's the other side of the coin. It's like you, you can be out. Like you can, like people can think, oh, this guy's washed up. He's done. Yeah. I, I, I'm amazed by what, what, where he's come in such a short time that, you know, at, at, at his point in his career. Eddie, I don't know if we told you, we have the great actor uh, Frank Grillo in studio with us. So if you hear a third voice, it's not Chris the producer. <laughs> that was me. He's sitting there looking yeah. at us. I think I'm going to be. I think I'm going to be at his fight too. I think we're tying in. King, oh. We're tying in Kingdom, the show with the with that. We're doing a promotion there. Oh, so. that's awesome! Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, in oh Dallas, sweet. Yeah. yeah. When you get when you getting in? Uh, I, I what, what night is the fight? It's it's the it's Saturday, Saturday night. Is it thirteenth? Yes. I believe it's the 13th. I think yeah. we get in on the on the 11th or the 12th, yeah. Eddie, you ever watch Kingdom? 
I'm not I'm not a big movie goer. I think oh, like uh, it's a TV show. I, but... Honestly, I get addicted to them things. So like, yeah, uh, if it's if it's already like on on demand, yeah, I'll end up staying up till four in the morning <laughs> watching. The I'm whole the same series. way, man. Yeah. I don't watch. Te- I don't. I don't know what's. And, I don't know actor. I don't know what's yeah. on television. It's it's and, ridiculous. And, and, I find one thing and I binge watch it. But then yeah. I wind up going out. Like, here's what I was watching. Boy, I don't want to say this on a fucking MMA podcast. I was watching Feud about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. It's great. Oh, really? I know it is. <laughs> really? Oh, what would you watch? I watched Feud about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. Oh, okay. Boo. Yeah, right. Boo this guy. <laughs> Leave. Me and Frank are doing the rest of the show. Frank Boo. thought it was great, though, right? I was kidding. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. God damn it, Frank. Oh, shit, It man. really is good uh, if you want to know what's going on in old Hollywood. <laughs> I bet. Uh, but then I forget. Like, I'll watch a bunch of episodes of something, and I just yeah. forget to finish the series. Well, Eddie's got more kids than me, so he's busy. That's true. You are busy <laughs> with the family. What are you watching at the moment? Is there anything you're currently stuck on or addicted to, Eddie? Oh, man, I'm not trying to get booed like you just did. I, do I really have to tell you? Yeah, please. Tell us, please. It, it, it couldn't be worse than Feud. All right, there's some, there's some, uh, there's this uh, thing out right now, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, oh wait, yeah. my wife's oh, yeah, watching about that. about the suicide, right? My yeah, wife's. It's, 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 it's like my, my one son's 12 years old, and it's like all throughout school, so my wife's like, we have to watch this, and uh it was, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about it, but uh, it was good. It was captivating. I haven't <laughs> watched it. I watched a minute of the first episode, and it mm-hmm. wasn't a documentary, so I thought, ah. But I'm like, maybe I'll go back and give it a shot. If, if you're recommending yeah. it, I'll, I'll go back and give it my a shot. My wife just started that. She goes, you want yeah, me to? Yeah, she's yeah. like, my wife's like, because we watch things together. She's like, do you want to watch this one? I'm like, yeah. yeah well, parents it. probably like it because when it, <laughs> yeah. it comes to a kid no, committing of suicide, parents probably are like, what, what can we look out for? Yeah, it's, been, it's a bit controversial. Is it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So you liked it, yeah, Eddie? You yeah. thought it was well acted, or, or what didn't you like about it? Or was it just too sad for uh, you? No, and the, uh, so when the kids walk past the TV, I mean, the, the majority of the series is about suicide, and they, they, the controversy is that it that it glorifies suicide, and it mm. does if you look at it that way. Right. But um, if you look at it on a positive light, it just kind of it kind of teaches kids in school like the shit they say to other kids has a real effect on them. Yeah. So like. If you're a good parent, you tell your kid, like, don't fucking tease the, the, the heavy set girl or she possibly may go home and do something terrible. Right. So, like, you, you could look at it either way, but I, I tend to lean on the side of being a little more positive and learn a lesson from it. So, it's good in that manner. And it's such a different world now. For the, we don't even know what it's like for these kids growing up with this whole social media shit, man. It the is Instagram, constant, the yeah. Facebook, and they had, people could attack you. And it's just, I mean, we know a little bit Matt, from... Matt, yes. I just, I just my, my one son's 12 years old. And okay. I, and and he'd been asking me for two years to have Instagram, and it was a big fight. No, 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 no. And it wasn't until about six months of lecturing him on letting him see my social media and what people say yes. and how to take it and and uh, just lecture after lecture on the way to school until I said, all right, now you can have your Instagram. Now you understand how this fucked up world works. And now he just got it at 12. So, like, um, I I don't believe in a lot of this social network stuff, but uh, I think at a certain point there is a there is a good side to it if they understand what they're getting into. You got to stay on. I got three yeah. sons. I mean, my two my, my youngest ones are 9 and 12. Man, we are on them all the yeah. time because, you know, as much as they know, they, they don't know that much more. And it's, it's, and so it, they're vulnerable. To is it scary as parents? I'll ask all three guys because I have no yeah. kids. But the amount of creeps 
that have access to kids now without even being in the proximity you have of no them. You no idea. Right? I did a movie called Disconnect a while back, and it, it was about just this. It was about social media bullying and how it affects. It was, it was a story. of, And I had a kid who, who did that, who, who kind of bullied a kid on, on social media, and the kid wound up trying to kill himself. In the movie. And the long story short is I went to like research a lot of this about how vulnerable kids are. But just putting the computer on and leaving your camera open you can be hacked into your computer. Kids can be hacked into the into the into their into their websites, and and the kids are vulnerable and yeah. very and, and a, so you, you do need to be diligent when when your kids on the computer. Yeah. Man. There's a famous picture of Mark Zuckerberg who obviously started Facebook, uh, and and, the, and in this office picture he has a piece of tape. That's it over his computer mic and over his computer camera. Yeah, that's it. Like not even thinking of it, but I'm like I, I should probably put one. No, you. That's they say that what's what's the what's the best piece of equipment you could do to prevent your kids from getting into trouble on the computer, and it says it's a fifty cent roll of tape. Because wow. you put it on that, you put it on the microphone, and you put it. That's how. That's how they get into you. That's yeah. crazy. Isn't it crazy? Man. So, yeah. now, do you monitor his Eddie? Do you monitor his Instagram account and make you check all his posts? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I don't have to say it. Li- I, he's not going to watch unfiltered. So, yeah, I can <laughs> say that. Like what? I, I think at one point he tried to change his password on his phone, and I gave him so much shit that like that password never changes from now on, and like yeah. here and there, and I. And people may have, uh, you know, mixed feelings about this, but I go right in his fucking phone. I read everything that he's texting. I, I, I don't give a shit. Um, my parents would have done the same to sure. me growing up. They want to know who you're hanging with, what you're doing, because there's a there's a rule I read a, a while ago is that we're, we tend to become the average of the five people that we're closest to. We, we tend to become the average of that, of them, them human beings, and... I live by that, so I monitor closely who my kids are around, who they're hanging with, and who they're around, you know, the majority of the time. Yeah, I and mean, look, checking the phone, people say, oh, it's invasive, but it wasn't available when I was younger, but it's like, if, if you, you have somebody that can access not only other kids, but like adults, who the fuck knows what creepy adult is talking to someone? You got to check the phone. It's essentially a, a peek into their subconscious mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I've seen cases where... Uh, on those like those Dateline shows where you know a, a girl th- a, you know a little girl thinks she's talking to uh, another girl right? a, another yeah. little boy or something a cute boy looks like a surfer and it's really a big fat pedophile and like you know what I mean yeah. yeah man I seen that shit and it scares the hell out of me I got three daughters but my oldest is eight I'm keeping her off there for a while yeah <laughs> you don't you got, you, you got three daughters. You going for you going for the boys? No, nah, man. I am so happy with my girls that I. Yeah. If I had a fourth, I'd hope it'd be another girl. I swear. Yeah. I don't got to raise a man. I just got to love my girls. I got to make sure they don't got no daddy issues, which they're not gonna have. And I'm teaching them already. I'm teaching Angie some jujitsu and got them messing around. Nice. So they're gonna be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> so you got three daughters. You have three sons. Yeah. yeah. And Eddie, how many kids you got? He's got four. Um, I got I got four. I got three three boys, and I got a baby girl who oh. runs the whole goddamn household. Oh. She's the youngest, and she bosses everyone around. How old is she? She's two and a half. Oh, she's probably got you wrapped around a finger, man. <laughs> all of us, all, all the boys. Oh, that's so great, man! Yeah, I have so much fun around there. Oh, that's crazy. I'm so uh, I'm, me and Chris are the only two that are sing- uh, have no kids, and he's married. Yeah. God, what a fucking shit life I lead. Yeah. Happy well, well, you know, there's two sides. Yeah, exactly, Jimmy. You come in here talking about the big heinies on your face. Yeah, so please, yeah. please, That Jimmy. is a good point. It yeah. all comes out in the wash. I may yeah. not have the macaroni thing on my refrigerator, <laughs> but I did have a fat <laughs> ass on my face. <laughs> <laughs>
I have that thing on my refrigerator. Oh, shit. Uh, All right. right. Well, listen, man. Eddie, we're we're always psyched to talk to you. We'd love you to come back in when you're here. Fighting Dustin Poirier this Saturday. I'm glad your weight cut is going well. And um, you are the final fight on FX. And and, and I asked why, because you're a main event guy. You're a main card guy. And then somebody said that that's such a great fight. Somebody's right next to you. That's going to cause people (laughs) to get... Oh, It was fucking me! But you said that that will get people to... This is what I said, Eddie and Frank. Chris, the producer. So far, am I quoting you No, because I was saying... I go... We were saying, how is this not on the main card. The First of all, the whole card is amazing. It's, it's but I go, how is this particular sure. fight between Eddie Alvarez yeah. and Dustin Poirier? Number three against number I mean, nine. this could headline a card. But then I said, I go, Jimmy, I, I get it. More uh, people, the last fight they pe- that they want to show on FX is going to have to be a, a money fight, right. man. It has to be a, a bond burner because then people are going to go, this is what I'm getting. I'm buying the pay-per-view. That's why they did this. So, That's what I feel. Yeah, we need, we, need to get, we need to get their heart rates up and get them emotional so they start coming in or going in their pockets. Well, hey man, you got my money. I'm psyched. I can't wait for this fight, Eddie. And I, I really, I wish you, I wish you best of luck, Eddie. Good luck on Saturday, man. And uh, we'll talk to you yeah. uh, on the other side of it. Okay. Thanks so much, fellas. Have a good day. Take care, man. Take See care, you, man. Eddie. Yeah, Eddie's a good dude, man. I, I mean, that's a that's that's really. Uh, you, are you familiar? Are you do watch the, the, the mixed martial arts? Yeah, you know yeah, Eddie. Yeah. Well, I've it's been at the UFC before yeah, yeah, with yeah. you guys. Yeah, and we. Uh, it's funny because McGregor. <clears throat> McGregor came to my gym to train with my buddy Chris Van Heerden, uh, who's 10 WBC, I think, uh, 12 WBA, because he's a southpaw, when he was fighting uh, Diaz. Okay. When, and, and so I watched, we watched Connor box. And uh, he can't, bo- he's not a great boxer. He's got amazing timing. He's got amazing oh, yeah. speed and timing. Yeah, and that's what did he say? Like speed and precision will beat any like whatever yeah. his, his timing uh, is. Yeah. He really understands. I think that's what Eddie was accurate, just saying too. Accurate, yeah. great yeah. counter counter puncher. But against yeah. Mayweather, that's a not fight. A, not a shot. If you're not a good boxer, I don't think. I mean, in the in the cage, he'd kill Mayweather. But <clears> in oh, the yeah. boxing ring, you know, you're talking about one of the greatest defensive fighters that we've no. seen ever is Floyd Mayweather. And you don't think he'll lay a glove on him? Or if he does, it'll be a glancing blow. You want to talk speed and timing? I mean, watch it. Watch Floyd Mayweather. But you know, listen, McGregor sh- shocked me uh, in time. So yeah, you're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Are you hiring? Of course you are. Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Of course you don't. Posting your job in one place—it's simply not enough to find quality candidates anymore. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all the top job sites. Well, here's the good news. Now you can. ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Twitter and Facebook, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. You post once, watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy to use interface. No juggling emails or annoying calls to your office. Quickly screen candidates, you rate them, and you hire the right person. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies and thousands of small and medium-sized businesses. Now, our listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash unfiltered. 
So getting back, because right before we Eddie called in, you were talking about training in Hickson's garage. Yeah, and that is oh, right. that's yeah, an yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah. Ninety two. Yeah, that was I mean, amazing. Nineteen ninety two. Where was that's that? An amazing thing. In the Pacific Palisades, where I now live. That's an interesting uh, journey. But yeah, he and you know he had just opened up the studio on Pico, and uh, it was a bunch of Brazilian dudes and and. Uh, I mean, do you know any of those guys, the Hickson's guys, like Lamone and and and, and uh, probably by by face. Yeah, that was yeah. like the generation before me. Yeah, it was you before yeah, you. Because right there. I'll tell you when, how when old. Hicks? I'll tell you how long yeah. ago it was. So this thing, the UFC had started, and his brother Hoyce was training at his yeah. studio, and Hoyce they was coming to yeah. to re- roll with the black belts with Hickson. My first seminar was in the summer of 1992. And it was uh, at, um, I went to Horion and Hoyce in Waterbury, Connecticut. Right. At uh, Ron Kalowski's Jeet Kune Do thing. It was at a gym they, they, they rented out. And it was before the first UFC. And I've said this before on here and other places where they were talking about the first Ultimate Fighting Championship, about how it's going to be on pay-per-view. And if we right. knew anybody, and I'm thinking they're full of shit. shit because, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I fell in love with jiu-jitsu that day. Me too. I, fell, I couldn't, because being, because my father did like Wing Chun Kung Fu. And every time I got into a street fight as a kid, I'd start off with like a, a chain punch. And then as soon as I got into the grappling range, I just double leg and would just get a guy's head and put it in my knee and there goes the Wing Chun. It, was, right, it wasn't really right, right. street effective right. or whatever. <laughs> and uh, so then I, I'm like, wait, there's no forms, there's no katas, it's just, it's just taking limbs and gaining positions that's best for a fight. I go, this is, I need to learn this. And then great. shortly after that, Hensel Gracie came Right, I was like, addicted to yeah. it. I mean, I was really addicted to it. But it, it, I mean, you know, we he went to do Valet Tudo. The Valet yeah. Tudo that he's in Choke, the movie Choke. Yes. You know that movie? Oh, you got the documentary. You got to see that. Yeah, it's Hickson. Yeah, that's when we were training with him. When he yeah. went there to do that oh, Valet Tudo. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Is that where they show him in the water? And yes. They show his amazing stomach when that's he's breathing. That's what he does. That's yeah, what I did yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah, that's a good one. What yeah. is that breathing called? I mean, that where his stomach is going in and out like a cartoon almost. Yeah, I mean, it was it's a technique where you'd bring all your breath in. Yeah, you see also see him doing that. Speaking of Marvel movies in the Incredible Hulk Edward Norton's one yeah, you see yeah, him in yeah, the beginning yeah. that's right trying to have him control his anger his, yeah um, Hicks and Gracie is in the beginning of the, the right. Incredible and Hulk and he controls his heart rate that's what he yeah. does basically can you breathe does. like that I can't breathe like I, that I, at the time I was learning how to do it but uh, you know he listen he, he Win Hoff in. does that uh, Joe Rogan's interviewed him he's that guy the ice band they call him or whatever where he's, uh, he's uh, he can handle freezing temperatures you know that guy he fucking he has like world records for sitting in cold Temperatures. How do you no, learn? How do you no. learn you're good at that? You, you, you want to know something <laughs> funny? I, I just did a podcast with Gabby Reese. You know Gabby? She was a professional volleyball player. She's married to Laird, yeah, ha- Laird Hamilton, who's the, the big boards, the, the big wave surfer. He's a sounds stud. familiar. Yeah. They have this. They have this lifestyle. He does all his training in freezing, freezing cold water. Why? I I don't know. Is that, does like, it help or does it not help? Well, he's fifty and he looks like he's twenty two. I wonder what it does for that because I hear cold. Um, being in cold is very good. I've seen a lot, enough fighters that do it yeah. where they'll sit in a cold tub. Or is it just, is it, is it a mental thing where it wakes you up and it makes you feel tough? Like, I don't, I don't know what it does. It for forces that. blood to your organs, essentially. Yeah. Like, it, it, it right. forces your body to protect the most important right. parts of you. How much right. do you right. need, do you think? To be in cold? I have no idea. Because I tried that thing, again, Joe, that fucking side. Cry? Cry. And it would hurt my right leg a lot. I did it three times and uh, I've read mixed reviews. I've heard it helps. I've heard it does nothing. You have to do it a lot. But does it help? I mean, it helps in the immediate. But it's like everything, like chiropractics. I mean, you just can't go to the chiropractor once. 
You know. Okay, so chiro, uh, cryogenics does actually help. Is that what I it's mean, called? It, it helps. It helped me. You don't do it. You don't do it. No. <laughs> don't do that was me. That was after my time still, of fighting. Once in a while, I'll do it because yeah. I get. I still train every day, so I get. Oh, sore. you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, as a martial artist, what what do you prefer to do? I mean, you might like it all equal, but what do you prefer? Like personally, ever since I got done fighting, I haven't really sparred a day in my life. I'll do mitts. I like glove drills. But hard sparring, like I used to fight, not so much. I trained jiu I trained this morning. I love jujitsu. Yeah, I need it. Or yeah, else yeah. I'm gonna go nuts. Absolutely. But what do you? What's what's your? I what box. Gives you? Yes. Box. Every day, box two hours a day. Every single That's, day. Two and you know, hours a day. Two hours a day. I box with uh, Justin Fortune, who trains Pacquiao. He's Pacquiao's conditioning coach. My my other partner is Jose Navarro, was an Olympian. This kid, Chris Van Heerden. Uh, I spar a couple days a week still. Okay. Not crazy. I won't go crazy anymore because I got a bunch of floaters yeah. in my eyes. So you keep getting the dots, a bunch mean? of floaters. Yeah, the dots. Because the dots. I got yeah. those sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so looks you, like you... you yeah, if you look at white. Yeah. If you look at white. So you can, I, I take it easy. Get to, You don't yeah. want to get too many shots to that. Yeah. But I love to spar. And uh, well, Let me ask you, two hours a day. So if you're, if you're shooting... What, we, like, what is your sleep schedule well, like? Well, for instance, uh, you know, this season on Kingdom, the whole thing, the... the, the uh, I fight Matt Hughes. Yes, I so, hope you win. So me and Matt violently. Me and Matt. <laughs> I'm fight. only kidding. Me and Matt fight. <laughs> so the whole show is about that. The whole ten episodes. Alvi about yeah. Alvi Alvi's Matt, comeback. Alvi's comeback. Yeah. So what I would do is every day I got up at four thirty in the morning, went to the gym, I I boxed, I would train, do conditioning, like I was just training, yeah. and then go to work. Um, this is the third season. This is the. Th it's really the fourth season. Yeah. It's the fourth. We did ten. 20 and then 10. So it's 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 the it's the and where could people watch it really quick? It's uh, direct T audience network on direct TV and then it's uh a direct TV now which is you know it's a kind of their version of Netflix. But yeah. the unfortunate thing and this is our final season the unfortunate thing about the show is because direct TV has tried to establish or is trying to establish itself as a Netflix or an Amazon they never gave the show to a secondary network like a Netflix so, or an man, iTunes. I know. I, I really so, enjoy it. Listen, Dana, Dana White loved it. I don't, and he doesn't like anything. It's a, it's a really, yeah. aside from the MMA aspect, it's a really, the, the it's a really well written, well acted yeah. show. It's really great drama, and it's kind of sad that even like you know Eddie doesn't know about it. You know, like, yeah. like a fighter doesn't even like yeah. it, the show. Just never got a hey, chance. Like I to said, get out. I. They gave it to us. They gave us a DVD. So we started watching it. Dana binged, watched it. He, yeah. And Dana doesn't like anything. Dude. I tried to get. He hated Warrior. Like I was in the movie Warrior. He hated that movie. I enjoyed that too, though. Yeah. But no, I mean, but Kingdom was very good. I enjoyed Warrior. Yeah. I really did. That was with Warrior. Tom. It was with Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. And um, I love Tom Hardy. Jo jo Joel Edgerton. I yes. Was, I, I, I played again the coach. I was Joel Edgerton's coach, and they I were brothers. It. Yeah. Beethoven, yeah, yeah. like Beethoven. the music. That's, I love that's, that. That's from Greg Jackson. I, oh, was it really? Yeah, I went and lived with Greg Jackson yeah. for like a month what, and a half. What, he trains Beethoven? What, Beethoven? What, he used Beethoven? He does all kinds of interesting yeah. things like, about, you know, he very does string guy. theory. I mean, he's brilliant. He became a great yeah. buddy. He's He was the technical advisor on Kingdom. Yeah. So let me, I'm still fascinated with you waking up at 4.30 to box. <laughs> Every the day, The ability man. to do that You know what you do? Great, you man. open your eyes and the first thing you do is you put your foot down on the, there on the you ground. Go. I swear to God. Otherwise, you stay in bed. You it's put true. your foot down immediately. As soon as the clock, yeah. clock goes off, you put your foot down and you're like, okay, I'm up. I get up. What I do is I wake up and I'll go turn the alarm off. I'll usually sit in my phone and check Twitter and the news because I got to do radio in the morning. But I yeah. get back in bed for 10 minutes and I sit there. And <laughs> yeah. I, but I have to get up and I have to be somewhere. Yeah, never get in bed. But how the fuck do you, what time do you go to bed? 
Sometimes one in the morning. And you'll get up at 4.30? Sometimes for the hangover. And something tells uh, me you're not one of those napping Italians, are you? Never. I am. I'm are you? Napper. You could nap? I can, yeah. Why nap on the train? Oh, listen. Like it's today, good. It's 20 minutes. Like I'm not getting up at 4.30, but I get like this morning I got up at 6.30, which I think is pretty decent. And I had to uh, get a roll in before I jumped on the train. I mean, I live in Long Island. Right. So it takes me a little bit, like an hour to get here. But usually on the train over here, I'm napping. I, yeah. Oh, on I the train, that motion. Yeah, it's, like, it's like being like, in your mommy's belly. Exactly. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, I need the, I need that training in the morning. But so you're doing it how many days a week? Every day. I train you do it on every Sundays day. too. Saturday. Yeah, you know, like Justin will always be training a fighter. We'll do conditioning. Like we'll go out to UCLA on Saturday at six a.m. We'll do yeah. conditioning and stuff. What well, you do a use for conditioning? Just run? Oh uh, no, he does a whole thing. You know that with on on the stairs we do. A, yeah, we'll run around the track and then we throw in balls up this. He has this whole. He trains Pat. He's Pacquiao's conditioning yeah. coach. He has this whole different circuits that he does. It's kind of amazing. Do you sleep well? I, you know, I, I, I've never been a fucking good sleeper. I sleep like four hours a night. How do you, don't you always feel like, I always feel drugged. I'm always fucking tired, man. Don't you always nah, feel Nah, like, what do you eat? Just regular food. I don't well, eat that many, I eat fairly healthy. Like, what, what do you eat in the morning? Egg whites. I was having- well, What about the yolks? That's where all the good stuff is. Oh, okay. You know, I probably should have the yolk, but there what was that it? whole thing where yolks cause uh, cholesterol. Nonsense. Well, it is nonsense now. The whole cholesterol thing is a, is a- Is, is it really? Oh, my but, God. But people have heart attacks from cholesterol, don't they? No, they don't have heart attacks from cholesterol. They have heart attacks from, from, from plaque in your heart. So talk to your doctor about this, but I don't want to get to- No, no, it's okay. Dude, it's I'm interesting. Because there was a whole thing about yeah, cholesterol. The whole cholesterol thing is, you know, the way- The it, fish oil is good for it, that, no? Absolutely. But, but the the-, the the, the the medical community, the drug community at large, is responsible for the cholesterol fear. Okay. And food, you know, egg yolks are not... You, you so when you eat egg yolks, like I love a good egg yolk, if you want the truth. Um, <laughs> you have uh, egg yolks. I don't have bread with them. I'll have some grilled chicken. So I like to dip things. You know, whatever. I enjoy a good dipping. So for breakfast, I have a piece of grilled chicken. And when I have eggs with yolk, I'll fucking just dip that dip in with a little yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. mustard. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. And it depends where you're getting your chicken and where you're getting your eggs. Yeah. You know, you know oh. if you're buying it from packaged in the grocery store and it was in some fucking bin with other chickens eating grain, it's not really that good. Oh, right. The chickens eating grain. What, do you, what does your food eat for food? Fuck. Yeah. What does my pizza eat for food? <laughs> well, does anybody know? How about the cheese? Where does the cheese come from? Uh, I don't know, but I know hey, where it's going. I'll tell you right now. I can't think that far. <laughs> I can't go back that many layers. I can think like one level. Yeah. Like, all right, That's this doesn't have cake a, on it. No, it's <laughs> a lifestyle, man. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. It's, you know, it's... Uh... Well, so Okay, so for lunch, what do you eat? I, sometimes I don't eat. I eat more almonds than I should. But I, uh, what, I don't eat. I what mean, do you snack I, on? I, I, you know, not big nuts. I eat nuts and, and I'm afraid uh, of diverticulitis. Though <laughs> you sound like you're afraid of a lot of yeah. things. That's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> the things I should be afraid of, I'm not like I don't wear condoms. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a problem, man. No, <laughs> I misplaced fear. Have it's, bread, man. Wear condoms. I know. I throw my condoms out. I'm careful of egg yolks. So uh, yeah, so you'll eat uh, almonds and I. But what else do you like? What do you eat for dinner? Uh, for dinner, I, you know, grass piece of grass, little piece of grass. I, I like the way the the uh, you know um, a, Asian Asian people uh, ap approach food, which is small portions of protein and then a lot of vegetables and and other good stuff. But uh, grass fed meats and and uh, free range chickens and I like to know where my food's coming from. Okay, and you know all free range eggs. I know it sounds crazy and a little you know, but it it, it really it's, it makes a difference. And I, you know I try to keep keep my kids healthy that way. You too. cook your own stuff. I can't cook for shit. I don't know yeah. how to cook. Cooking's not so hard, bro. It's fire and food. 
you yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, everybody's... I mean, you don't have to. You don't have to be a gourmet cook. I have a grill I've never used. I don't know how to use my grill. It's the best. I'm tool. the worst. Jimmy, yeah. I'm bad with that too. I don't know how to so use a grill. What do you mean? You got kids? Who's cooking? I had, oh, my wife cooks, and she cooks too well. And she, Can likes she cook to, on the grill, and she likes to keep me chubby because of my charm. She knows <laughs> my my charm. Frank's abs. That's that's the problem for my marriage. Absolutely. I don't need that nonsense. My wife could give a shit about abs. <laughs> oh, you're really? Funny. Yeah, she's like you're ridiculous. Oh, you're funny. I don't have <laughs> your abs or your charm, but I'm willing to pay for it. That's all that matters. Oh, man. So your wife doesn't care about your abs? Either do I. I mean, abs is kind of a byproduct of just, you know, not eating Back to bread. You beat you up Matt Hughes. Or no? I did beat up Matt now, Hughes. Did that, did that happen see yet a on picture? the show? You want to see a photo? Yes. Show you Wait, a photo? now that, that episode already in? No, of course not. Oh, no. all right. Wait, wait the, is your wife a health nut too? Is she like no, really? No, no. She no. So wait, with the the comeback of Alvy, is that, yeah. that's this season, that's correct? This season. So the, it leads up to you fighting Matt Hughes? Yeah. All right. He plays Matt Hughes. He's Matt Hughes. Okay. Nine-time world champion? What is he? How many times? How many champions? I don't know. I'm Let's not take sure. a guess. I don't know. But uh, definitely yeah, multiple-time world champion. See, that's a oh, good shot. Fight. Yeah. Look well, that's that. the end of the fight. That's a great Let me tell you something. He's fucking... That guy... Tell me. I've, I've grappled and... I've, you yeah. know, big, strong guys. He's got some simian strength, like probably I, the way you are. I fought know. him. I know you did. Okay, I mean, what'd you think? What'd you think won that fight? <laughs> you you won the Frank, I don't want to put you on the spot because I feel like I, go, bro, I feel what Paisans. <laughs> no. He got his hand raised. I don't know if you remember the fight. I do remember the fight. I do remember the fight. And Listen I, to me. I know you're friends. I don't want to make it uncomfortable. I'm but, team but, Sarah. Are oh, you God, friends? did I throw him on his head? I know you did. No, are we listen, friends? You, you, no, listen. You, he threw me too. I don't want to stop. He's trouble. strong though, right? He, Let me ask Very you, strong. Very, very strong. strong. Very strong. I love him. I, he's a I know. I'm not going to make good. things awkward. He's like, to he's, me, yeah. he's the same guy. Like yeah. A beautiful, yeah. like no ego, kind of cool, funny guy. And, and very, you know, look, yeah. very accomplished guys. They're both incredibly accomplished at the sport. And so <laughs> I will fight both of you right <laughs> no, now. No, no, no. That's the best compliment yeah. one man can give another man. He's What's strong. That? Yeah, it's really weird for us. That's the greatest compliment you no, can give for, yeah, for athletes. Like I've, you know, you know, I've played hey, listen, all sports. To, to tell you the truth, I enjoyed, I enjoyed fighting them. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the fight. I, I thought it was, uh, you know, you, oh, there's always things you could look back and say, mm, I could have been done this sure. a little bit different, that a little different, but it was satisfying. Everything was satisfying. You know, I, I feel um, for myself in a sense where I backed up whatever I had to back up, and I feel like there was no losing face or even though I didn't get my hand raised it was a good fight it was a great fight they got fight of the night and that's fought. yeah and that at by the, the way the that's the fight I mean as, yeah. a, as a spectator that's the fight game and listen yeah. it, any any night it could go any yeah. way I mean look the other night I don't, I don't know if you guys watch boxing but Klitsch, Klitschko bought, fought Joshua right now now Klitschko got knocked out oh, yeah, but I up until that. the point he was getting knocked out and it's a yeah. 41 year old man who by the way looks like he's 20 yeah. he was winning the fight right what round? Fights, he fights a certain style I think it was round 8 he fights a certain, certain that certain kind of Russian style where his hands are like this and it's hard to kind of catch him in an uppercut it really is because he's way back always right. but his hands are down he's very kind he got caught yeah. boom his head almost came off his shoulders up until that yeah. point he was winning the fight right beating the 25 year old olympian i can't yeah. watch boxing i watched canelo alvarez against uh Against the Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. It's the first fight I've watched in a while. I mean, look, he destroyed him. I've never seen a guy. And look, and credit to where it's due, the guy didn't go down. I mean, what a tough well, fucking he's chin. Oh, he's not a pussy. Epic chin. Epic chin. Amazing. But again, he's trained at the gym where I train. Um, Chavez Jr. Has the, has the skills, but he, you know, listen, as a pro fighter up here, 
if you don't have it up here, yeah. you know, when you're at the big show, I mean, you, was, you, 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 you can't beat a guy. What was he doing? I talked about this the other day where he kept, it was, it was you know, because he was stronger up against the ropes and he was getting Alvarez against the ropes and then he would put his head in almost. That's like, how he fights. And he would almost do this rock'em sock'em robot. And by the way, so, so, so Nacho Berstein, who trained him for the first time, one of the greatest boxing trainers of all time, wants him to fight differently. He doesn't want him to do that, right? Against, especially against Canelo. Canelo spars, takes a lot of punches. He's always against him. He knows how to fight right. there. He doesn't. As soon as he puts his head down, Canelo knows what to do to him. Now, now the problem is Chavez Jr. knows he can take a punch. He's yeah. taken a lot of punches. He's got a great, epic chin. But at the end of the day, if you're not throwing, he, every punch he threw, Canelo threw through right. six back. So. Yeah, he was amazing. His yeah. counter punching was amazing. And then they announced at the end, Triple G. Kind of cheap. I didn't like that. It was kind of like it WWE. It was so cheesy. Yeah. I, I saw that too. I fucked. Did I say I hated that? Like the whole thing was a build up for that. It's like yeah. boom, 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 boom. And he walks out from the back. If they it had felt the corny, man. Up, it did, right? It felt, it felt corny. corny. And they were it trying cheapened. to knock, they're cheap, they're trying to knock down any Connor Mayweather talk. That's what people have been talking about. It, it annoyed the shit out of me. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mayweather, yesterday I heard him say the only fight he's interested in is McGregor. Hey, man, well, I mean, well, that's going to Well, then they money. should just sign the paperwork or fucking stop it already. I'm tired of hearing no. about it. Fight or don't. No, wait, and did you... Jesus Christ, fight September of fucking 10th. You don't have to fight the 16th. Who gives a shit? Right. Did, did you say Fuck. that you're going to the fights this weekend in Dallas? Uh, I, I'm invited. We're doing the whole promo. Our premiere, we're launching it from that UFC fight. And now, when is the premiere? The the premiere is May 31st, but our premiere, the show. Oh, okay. Sure. So the, my problem is I'm going to the Cannes Film Festival, so we're trying to work out if I can yeah. get there first. Uh, you, are you familiar with uh, the champ, Stipe Miocic? A little bit, yeah. And uh, you know JDS, Junior DeSantos? I, I don't know him. I, I think he's Oh, yeah, do you see his yeah. fights? Yeah, I okay. Love this fight it's is going to be bad. And they fought before, yeah. and it was a war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole card is this whole card Dude, is I, I want to see um, Ioanni and Jacek against fucking Jessica Andrade. It's going to be a great oh, this, event. I mean, man. And, that Angela Hill war she I'm, I'm looking at I cannot wait for the... And listen, being a jiu-jitsu guy... Uh, the Damian Maya verse, and and I I really enjoy Jorge Masvidal. I like I love too. the way that dude, that guy. And you know, did you hear his quote or no? It's all we have it somewhere. Don't make me read it. Where is it? <laughs> what do you say? Um, Come on now. What's coming on May thirteenth? People ain't ready for. <laughs> if it was being sold on DVDs, you would make half an hour line. You make a half an hour line to get this DVD because it's going to be brutal. If you don't like seeing violence, don't fucking tune in May 13th. Because what's coming on May 13th is going to be violent. It's going to it's going to be some shit. Masvidal said that? Yeah. yeah. The same way I told you about the cowboy fight, it's going to be violent. This is not PG-13. This is not rated R. This is triple X. You don't like those type of films, don't tune in May 13th. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's a good quote, except for the DVD line. You didn't need that. Yeah, that fucking threw me off. By the way, it. this is going to be amazing. Picture an 8-track. We don't watch DVDs anymore. <laughs> Half-hour DVD but line. But his point is, it's going to be... Now, this is it. Look, he's fought a bunch of violent guys. Yes, he has. And he strangled them. Could he strangle? Is he going to strangle him? He is the Whoa, Hoist Damian Gracie. Maya, you mean? Damian Maya yeah. is Hoist Gracie 2.0. He's Hoist Gracie from back in the day. In the modern times, people know what he's going to do. He's still doing it. He's still it. doing it. Yeah, How's yeah, he? Yeah, and he's doing yeah, it. Yeah. You, I could show you. It's basic techniques. Right. He's but a he's python. Got it all. Yeah. He's yeah. got, and he's a big. He's a big one seventy yeah. pounder, a big welterweight. He fought at middleweight, and he's strangled a bunch of dudes at middleweight. And uh, you know, so he's going to be the bigger dude. I mean, game bred. 
Masvidal, he was a 155er, man. You know? And so he, but he looked amazing versus Cowboy at, mm-hmm. at welterweight. Cowboy is also a former 155. He's fighting yeah. a bigger dude. Yeah. Cowboy's, Could he, Cowboy's a big 155. Right? That's true. Yeah, no, yeah. it's true. And Masvidal's not a, a tiny welterweight. It's just that he's fighting a pretty big, pretty big Damian Maya. Yeah. When is Cowboy at Robbie Lawler? Is that in uh, Vegas in July 8th? Yeah, that's 213, yeah. I know, man. It's a good time to be I, dude, that's a mixed martial arts great fan. fucking card. By the way, another guy, Cowboy, who, who it, it, something snapped in his head, and he went from kind of struggling, struggling, and yeah. boom, man. And he, he, he did really, you but he s- seems to fall like short the, the one, and he, and he just t- he did like, uh, like, like Jacare, he just took one too many fights that you maybe could have given yourself a little <sighs> yeah, bit of a yeah, break. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. you keep you know, putting yourself in there. Yeah. You're eventually going to lose short. But, but yeah. he did fight Masvidal, and Masvidal was on a mission that night. Yeah. Yeah, on a mission. Longo called that one more than he did. You're right. I told you that before. Ray Longo, Longo my trainer. He was going. He's going to stuff it up his ass. (laughs) Basically, I don't know if he wanted to say that. That was another one I got wrong. He's not going to intimidate him. That was. I mean, that Masvidal man. That dude enjoys. He used to fight in the backyard uh, Miami fights with Kimbo. Yeah, I I mean, you see, you could see some old. That's right. Things of him fighting, man. (laughs) And uh, he just that's like and Dada five point oh. Remember Dada 5.0? Yeah, uh, 5,000. Is 5,000? I was fucking... Dada 5. You sure changed him. Yeah. Could you get your dadas right? <laughs> I fucking... Uh, but yeah, I like that guy, 5.0. I saw that documentary. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he's very, You know, egg yolks make your brain better? Do you know what's funny? Really? I'm not I kidding. should live on egg yolks. I, I have been taking <laughs> these two little omega-3s for trying to get my brain going. MCT so, oil, too, yeah. I'm so tired all the time. Really? My brain's fucked. I'm starting to lose my memory. You I'm gotta, the worst. I, I, really? Um, 48, yeah. I'm Frank, I've been, I've been trying to tell Jimmy, I mean, personally, jiu-jitsu, but he said a kickboxing place opened up near him. Like, literally about the, five doors What down. do you like, personally, what do you like about, uh, you, your passion is the boxing, but in martial arts in general, yeah, whether it's I, boxing, Grappling, too. I love grappling. What yeah. is it do you feel, because you obviously like to exercise, what do you think is the difference between working out with the martial arts? Like I said, this I have to roll. I love it. I get, I'm sweating. I feel right. good. I'm right. you're breathing focused. heavy. I'm taking limbs. I'm escaping yeah, positions. Right. It, it mentally it makes me feel better right. what do you feel i mean don't get me wrong i'll feel good off the um <laughs> i say the elliptical now because i got to my knees but i'll feel good after getting any kind of workout because you got the endorphins running but what is it specifically about martial arts training that gives you that that moment of zen or that, that feeling I, you know for me martial arts has always been there's a sense of community and and because the people around me are in the same mental space and have the same energy as I do, that kind of makes me. That kind of keeps me uh, excited. I mean, that kind of yeah. keeps me going. Um, and and uh, there's a, there's a there's a lack of ego. I mean, you know, when you're when you're really in d- dealing with real martial artists, you got to kind of check your ego and focus. You know, uh, listen. I used to be like anybody in New York. I used to lift weights and yeah. and and you know, after a minute, I'm thinking about. How much I want to kill my father from when I was seven, and you know, it's, it's and before you know it, I'm like, I'm not really martial arts to me. It's it's emotional, psychological, physical, spiritual. It's it's everything wrapped up in one, and it's the one time in my day that for the two hours that I am absolutely focused. It's a therapy. Gym. Yeah, yeah, maybe I should try that instead of the gym because I'm I get I'm just it's just a tired the thing. The gym is so. I just do it to make myself. Yeah, yeah, but I, I was a fat fuck too. The fact that I'm not a fat fuck anymore. I mean, I'm not in peak condition. But I was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm showing an old picture of Jimmy. You should be proud, Jimmy. Wow, that's not you. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna tweet that later. Wow, you, if look, I was on you look younger still. now. You that, do, that's Jimmy. What people have told me. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. It looks like that guy in that picture, like 
vomited you I'll, out. I'll, let me show, I'll show you my driver's license. I was basically, what did my mother say? I was an unfuckable mess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother said that to you? Uh, that's my license good. photo. Who's she? It's uh, <laughs> great. That's my license photo. <laughs> From when? That's five years ago. I, t- I smiled stupid. I look like Chaz Bono. You look like a guy <laughs> naked in front of a school. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, no, that's a creep right there. <laughs> Where do you think that mug should That's a creepy guy. I see that anywhere near my kid's school. I'm, t- I'm just tackling a guy. I'm tackling a guy to please cut show up. I'll be like, look, you understand what I have to do? Look at this guy. That gets a lot of laughs at TSA. Can I see that really quick? Sure, sweetie. Jimmy, that 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 is actually frightening. <laughs> you look so much better now. How long ago was that? Yeah, that was a bunch of years ago. I was a yeah. dumpy pig. Look at you. You, you look, look good. good. But you know, you start to panic about the food. And I'm, so the gym, the fact that I go at all, and I'm in a routine with it. And I do four days a week. There, like it keeps me from being awful. Like it keeps yeah. awfulness away from me, and it put me in some kind of. So it's like, uh, but there's nothing but, but better. But that's like too yeah. the the endorphins. Like when you're rolling or when you're you know you're boxing, you're sweating, you get in the groove. Like you release so you get happy. It's my happy time. Yeah, and, you, and you're learning a skill. Yeah, and and uh, you're becoming a weapon, Jimmy. Yeah, I want to be a weapon. What? I want to be a. You weapon. should be, a, Jimmy. Become a weapon. Become I know. A weapon. Be I'm a not weapon. a weapon right now. <laughs> be the weapon. Be the weapon, Jimmy. <laughs> I know. Right now, my my idea of being a weapon is not what uh, is not practical in a fight. Wait, is Frankie calling? Yeah, we have to wrap up with Frankie. Yeah, he's a couple of minutes late. We're getting the wrap up. Oh, oh, okay, man. He has to go somewhere. So let's thank Frank Grillo. Really fun, man. It was great having you. Great having you in. And we're promoting. What are we promoting? Let's do it properly. Uh, Kingdom, May 31st. uh, uh, Audience Network, 8 p.m. The final season. I... I, uh, I fight Matt Hughes. I, don't don't. don't are you gonna? That. You're not gonna let us know what happened. I'm obviously. not gonna let you know what happened. And then I got another movie coming out on Netflix called Wheelman, where I pay a getaway driver. Very oh cool. yeah. yeah oh, when's out. that? Over the summer. Uh, I don't have an exact date. Awesome. And then I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to do something. I can't tell you what network it is, uh, but I'm going to. Like you know, Anthony Bourdain. I yeah. Do. I'm going to do a very similar thing where I go to the very most dangerous places in the world and I embed myself in the fight culture. Oh, get out and of so here! So I'm going to be doing. Sand wrestling in Senegal. I'm going to be doing boxing in Mexico. I'm going to be doing Muay Thai in Thailand. That's great. No wonder you're walking around like a superhero, looking like a superhero, and, and learning the culture of that and through fighting as opposed to food. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's awesome. going to be on Al Jazeera. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so right. good stuff. Yeah. I'm going to go pee. And uh, Frank Rill, you're great, man. Anytime. We'd love to have you back. Hey, so great much seeing fun. you, Frank. Always. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Matt, you want to know why I'm in a good mood? What? Guess what I got in the mail yesterday? Uh, uh, no, not thigh highs. I oh, own them already. Okay. My brand new Dollar Shave Club kit. Oh, man. It, honest to God, came yesterday. It's the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door or mailbox. Fix the copy. I got it yesterday <laughs> in my mailbox. It's an awesome life hack and a no-brainer choice. Look, you no longer have to schlep to a store to buy a cheap disposable razor that gives you a cheap shave and half your dumb face comes off. Or spend a fortune on a razor with gimmicky shaving tech that you don't need. Hey, sir, uh, man in aisle three needs razor. It's a security thing. They come over. They, they unkey the razor. Stop it. Mm. When I use my... Uh, my uh, Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor with their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. The blade just gently glides, giving such a smooth shave. Their Dr. Carver Shave Butter. It's transparent, kind of like me in a relationship. I'm kidding. I lie a lot for a precise shave. It helps prevent ingrown hairs, and it does fight razor bumps. You, too, can make the smarter choice. Join Dollar Shave Club. Don't be a dope. For a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive Razor with a tube of their Dr. Carver Shea Butter for only $5 with free shipping. Five bucks with free shipping. 
Even if you don't like it, what if you lost five lousy bucks? After that, the razors are just a few bucks a month. It's a $15 value for only $5. In your first month box, you get an awesome weighty handle, a full cassette with four cartridges, and a tube of their shave butter. After your first month, the replacement cartridges ship automatically at their regular price. There's no hidden fees. There's no commitments. Cancel anytime you like. How simple is that? You can only get this offer exclusively at the dollarshaveclub.com slash UFC. Dollarshaveclub.com slash UFC. Awesome. Frankie Edgar. Hi, Frankie. Hey, what's up, Jim? How you doing? I'm good, buddy. And, uh, of course, you're talking to me and Matt. Hi-yo. So uh, where are you right now? You're obviously in Dallas. Yeah, I'm in Dallas, chilling in my room, uh, about to head up to the press presser we got going on. And uh, how's the weight cut? Ah, uh, man, not not bad. I, you know, I don't really cut that much, so uh, you know, I'm just going through the motions, really, at this point. Okay, so this is not hard for you. Yeah, not not at all. And uh, you know, you against Yair Rodriguez, I think that's everyone is talking about the entire card being amazing. But of all the fights, that's the one I think I'm looking forward to the most. I think you against. Uh, uh, Yair is an amazing fight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, he's got a lot of hype on him. Um, young up and comer, and uh, you know his style is uh, is pretty exciting, pretty flashy. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for it too. Yeah, how do you combat a guy like that? I mean, without giving away a game plan, but a guy who throws so. Have you fought anybody that threw as many different weapons? Because it kind of reminds me, in a way, of the way you fight, where you, you're completely unpredictable and you do everything. Yeah, and I don't think I have uh, fought someone maybe, uh, you know, quite like him. You know, I've definitely fought the best, though. I felt like a, the hi- highest level guys, but uh, his style is something that's new. And, you know, he's brought in guys that, you know, could kind of mimic it as best they can. So I'm not seeing it for the first time on Saturday. Now, the hype behind him, is that is that what's motivating you? Because I remember, I mean, your whole journey, Frankie, and I remember when you were, I, I was actually in the same locker room when you fought Sean Shirk, and I remember people like amazed, oh my God, look at this, this guy's, he just beat the former champ, and, and then from there, obviously, you went on a tear and had legendary fights and, and made yourself like pound for pound legend in the sport, but now, now this guy's, try, the young kid's trying to make a name more for you. How does that, I mean, is it the hype that motivates you? What motivates you for it? I mean, the fight itself motivates me. I, you know, I don't want to lose to anybody whether they have hype or not. You know, and uh, that definitely keeps me on my toes. But uh, you know, the fact that everyone's kind of saying this is this guy's the next guy, it, it, it definitely adds to, adds to that a little bit. Well, how do you feel he's going to be on the ground uh, against you? Is one of the things you want to do? Do you want to try to take him on the ground? I mean, I try to take everybody on the ground. You know, I mean, I'll tell everybody my game plan. I'm going to throw a bunch of punches, and if the takedown's there, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to try to hit you on the ground, and if the submission's there, I'm going to look for that too. You know, I mean, that's just always what I do. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, that's something that I'm I'm going to test his ground game a little bit if I if I can get him there. And you know, Jimmy, we were saying like you were saying before, Jimmy, about how um, uh, if Frankie fought anybody like Ayer, am I saying his name? Yeah, Yair. Yeah. Yair. Um, you know, I'm saying, has Yair fought anybody like Frankie? Frankie's right. got a hard guy to get ready. I mean, who, who fights like Frankie Edgar? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Besides Frankie Edgar. Absolutely. So, I'll tell you who fights like Frankie Edgar, and I've used this comparison before. Uh, Jacek reminds me of you because of the variety and the speed yeah. and the never getting tired. Yeah. That's the fighter who reminds me of you the most. She it, doesn't go for takedowns much. But, but that, just, well, maybe. Just I mean, the variety yeah, of... That's a compliment, man. That's, a com- that's definitely a compliment, though, to me, man. It she's, is. Uh, she's one of the best strikers, I think, in this in this game, period, you know? 
And, uh, yeah, she, she definitely brings the heat, too. Yeah, but if I watch you and I watch you fight, it's really hard to tell if it's the first round or the fourth round as far as what your output is. <laughs> or the fifth round. Yeah. It don't matter. It really is difficult to tell uh, what, what, your out, what, uh, what round it is. Or if anything, he gets stronger as it gets on. Fucking little Rocky. Is there anything to... Yeah. <laughs> you keep something... Is there anything to keeping something in the tank or is that a myth said by people? Or, or are there times where you'll reserve something because you know you're not going to go two, two or three more rounds? I kind of let the, the tempo to fight, you know, do what I do. If the guy's coming at me, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna respond. If I feel like, uh, you, you know, he's fading a little bit, I'll turn it up. But uh, you don't want to blow your load either, and you got to respond. Hey, what do you, I mean? I mean, Yair's last fight was against BJ Penn, and again, that's not necessarily a true test for either of those guys in the sense that BJ had been off for so long. He may be better in this next fight, and Yair might not be as effective as he looked in that fight. So, what did you think when you saw that fight? And what do you think of uh, BJ against uh, Dennis Seaver? Yeah, yeah, that fight is really tough to take anything from. Um, you know, BJ came off a long layoff, and I mean, he's he is kind of you know moving along in his career a little bit. But uh, I think this next fight with Dennis Seaver is a little 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 better fight for him. You know, uh, I think he's coming off a long layoff himself, and um, you know they're kind of maybe around the same age. So uh, that, that's a fight that I think uh, BJ can be more competitive in. Now, when you fight, like uh, you talked about, like you just the fight is what motivates you. But you have more time in the octagon fighting than anybody in history. So when you're fighting a guy who's younger, and again, he has not nowhere near the amount of time of active fighting that you do. Do you approach this differently than you would a veteran? Like I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, try to get him into the later rounds. Or I'm gonna do something a, a little bit different than you would if he was a veteran and had more of the same experience you do. I mean, yeah, that's just tough to say, really. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put anybody in the later rounds. I don't know if having the most time in the octagon is a good thing necessarily, but uh, you know, I mean, I'm definitely going to try to utilize the experience when I can. You know, uh, you know, be strategic when I can. Um, but that stuff all has to pre- present itself, you know, in, in within the fight, and uh, you know, definitely use that savviness of being a veteran uh, is always a plus. And do you think a win against Yair puts you back uh, in contention for uh, another shot at the title? You know, I think it does. Um, you know, I think the outcome of Holloway and Aldo really matters on what's next for me if, I, if I'm able to get it done on, uh, you know, when I get it done on the 13th. But, uh, you know, if Aldo wins, it'd be tough to kind of match us up right away again. But Holloway, and, and if he gets it done, me and him definitely make sense down the road. Yeah, I mean, you are ranked number two, so there'd be no reason for you not to fight uh, Holloway if he does win. You, so you're kind of, I guess, hoping that Holloway wins just because the rematch with or Aldo, like you said, would be a little harder to, to, to do right away. I mean, I don't want to sit there and root for one guy or the other. You know, I'll let them figure it out. And, you know, you can't control things that are, at, at, you know, that I can't really have a, a play in. So we'll see what, the, what what happens. If Holloway wins, I'm going to jump. I'd love to jump all over that play. And let me ask you, how does it feel to uh, be on the same card as uh, your teammate and buddy, Eddie Alvarez? Is that a good thing? Yeah, we just I mean, talked I, to Eddie, yeah. Yeah, we just talked to Eddie yeah. earlier. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, this is our third time we're fighting on the same card or weekend at least. And, uh, it's motivating, you know, during, during the camp, you're tired, you look across the room, you see him kind of grinding away, you're like, all right, man, we're kind of both in this for the same, for the same uh, reason, uh, you know, training for the same date and the same outcome, so it's, uh, it's motivating, plus when you got the squad down here, uh, it makes it more fun. Mark Henry is with you and Ricardo Almeida? Yeah, Mark and Ricardo uh, are down, and, uh, you know, my boy Chris Ligori, too. Uh, of course, Chris Ligori, the New Jersey legend. That's it, man. <laughs> He's a good dude, man. Well, hey, man, listen. This, I want to ask good. you, sorry to interrupt you. You did a little ringside commentating. Did you like that? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it, it was, uh, it, it was, you know, I did, I think it was like 10 fights, and I believe eight of them finished in the first round, so that was kind of good. <laughs> yeah, make, make the workload a little less. 
But I just need more reps, I think. Uh, the more reps I get, it, I think I, I can do a better job. But, um, you know, just got to get in there more often. What was the hard? Because I have not heard the fights you've, you, you've done, but what, what was the hardest part of, of commentating? Was it uh, knowing uh, when to say something or like, um, I got to figure out something? Or what, what, what was it for you? I think just keeping up with, with every fight. Um, it's not like I'm, I'm commentating the UFC where I'm a little more familiar with the guys. The guys, I'm not, you know, I wasn't too familiar with them. Some of them are not even from, from the U.S., so... Uh, that was probably the toughest thing, just kind of getting my knowledge up on the fighters that were fighting that night. Would you get a one-sheet on them, or would you do a little research and go and watch their fights? Would you just read up on them, Wikipedia? Yeah, I did a little bit of Wikipedia. They sent me some some fight footage, uh, you know, just try to, you know, study as much as I can. But, uh, you know, I mean, really, you're just talking about fights, and, and that's what I do, you know, in, in my living room on most Saturdays anyway. Yeah, when you don't go to the fights, you just sit home and you, you get them and you watch them. Yeah, for the most part I do, you know. Uh, not really out partying much these days. So, yeah, fight, fight nights are, uh, are always welcome in, in the house. Oh, does, does your wife ever get sick of it and go, like, enough of fighting and let's just watch something else? Oh, she's in bed, man. Those fights are too late. She's in bed usually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so you're up by yourself watching. Yeah, myself. I have some buddies over sometimes, but, yeah. yeah my, my son always says he wants to stay up and he crashes on the couch at, you know, like, 10 o'clock. How old is he? he he's, my middle one is uh, seven. Now, do they show any interest in fighting any of your kids or training at all? He's got them wrestling. Uh, oh, you do? Yeah, they wrestle. Both of them wrestle. My middle one's more of, more of the goer. You know, he, uh, he definitely tells me he was driving to school to somewhere the other day. He said he wants to be a scientist and a fighter. So I was like, <laughs> all right, man. You know, hey, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson was yeah. a heavyweight wrestler, and uh, now he's yeah, an astrophysicist. I, I didn't know he was a wrestler. Yeah, so, hey, that's not, a bad, that's not a bad gig right there. <laughs> yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is not he, – he's got – huge arms like he's a big armed guy he's a heavyweight guy mm -hmm. and his his wingspan when his arms open he's a giant guy and i, I realize he is a big dude he, he is right have you been around him no i mean well i've seen the pictures of him in, in college or i guess when he was wrestling in college the dude was a monster i did something with it was him it was jb smooth has that show on the msg network i don't know if i've talked about this before where it was me him a comedian named todd barry gilbert godfrey jerry cooney and neil degrasse tyson and uh, there was a lot of us eating this dinner and they film it and it was funny to watch. Like, usually the boxer or the fighter is the most interesting guy at the table because you yeah. want to hear about their wars. But in that case, it was Neil deGrasse Tyson because he can talk about the moon and the sun. Yeah. And watching a scientist kind of out-alpha a boxer without being aggressive was interesting. And I always thought that's because he's a wrestler. He under, he's comfortable around guys like you, guys who do or combative or, or physical. I think you take Jerry Clooney right down. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Clooney taught yeah, me how to throw a punch. That guy's just one of the smartest guys in the world, man. I think he could probably throw his weight around anywhere. The fact that he wrestled too, for sure, helps. Yeah, but just to watch it happen, because I've been around a bunch of different types of people, and you, yeah. the boxer is all, especially a guy like Jerry Cooney, who's a good talker. Yeah, Jerry's a great talker, and he likes to chat. Uh, even though he's, you know, wears a sweater vest, uh, I would prefer he didn't. But he, <laughs> he taught me how to throw a punch. It was really humiliating because I'm so bad at it. Like I yeah. really do. I, I don't throw a punch like a man. No, no. I kind of curl my fist up and I just kind of hurl it and hope you, it hits. You keep your thumb tucked in with your fingers. Aren't you supposed to? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Why you can break your thumb? <laughs> Something can happen. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, Frankie, we're just fucking talking shit. Right. We're tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, always good, good talking to you, man. This this fight again is the one on uh, on uh, the thirteenth uh, this Saturday in Dallas that I'm looking forward to the most. It's uh, Frankie Edgar against uh, Yaya Rodriguez. Hell of a card, man. A tremendous hell card. of a card. And that's a, that's how good that card is. That your fight is second on that card. That's a tremendous, isn't uh, it? 
it's second, right? No, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the sec, second fight, second fight on the, uh, the 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 main card. Yeah, it's definitely a stacked card. I've been fortunate to go be on some some big cards, two hundred, two hundred five, and not not two eleven. So yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Me they too. love you, man. You're always you always it's always a great fight. It's never a boring fight with no, you. No such thing as a, a boring Frank Yeager fight. No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, good luck, buddy. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Yeah, Frank. Good, good luck, you guys. man. Always good talking to you. Take care, guys. All right, take care. Good Later, guys. homie. Take care. Bye. Take care. No, yeah, the phone cutting out a little bit. Who doesn't love that guy? He's just he's a real life little Rocky. Yeah. You know? He's a, that kid. I mean, damn. I've always said that, though. He reminds me of Vinja. Or she reminds me of him because I was yeah. more aware of him first. Two bad mofos, but, man. But it's more the, it's more the constant motion. And maybe because neither one yeah. is gigantic. Punch, kick, punch, kick. And you're right. He does more take down. You know what? Just- know what's. You know what's, it was really fun? Do you know what was really fun? This show today! Oh, oh my fun. God, what a good time! Yes! Thank you, everybody! I'll be here next week! But I'm going to go but, home, though. I got to watch what? the rest of Feud. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Warranted, warranted, warranted. I, I thought about giving you the smattering of applause, but I No, nah, not at all. Fucking Feud. Listen. Um, what a great time. Oh, man. Even with your st- Thinking ass in here and Are you having people all the, for the fights? The hijinks. I was thinking about Let it, but know. I don't think it's a good idea. Okay. I'm only because what just went through my house, God oh, forbid. Might be I sick. mean, all right. What if my I mean, I would feel bad. Sure. So I mean, right. I get over it pretty quick. But I mean, I might I'm gonna I I can't I'm watching these fights regardless. I am too. But Wait, you, you wanna come over? Let me see. I don't no, I, I, I God no, forbid no, if no, there's something going through my house. No, 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 not if there's illness. I just burped into a microphone again, forty three year old man. I know, but am I immature for my age? No. Out of boy. Okay. Matt just raised his cheek. I just blood. raised my cheek. <laughs> and uh, check out uh, <laughs> Jim Norton and Sam Roberts on Sirius XM 103. I'm heading out very soon to Oslo, to uh, Antwerp, Belgium, to Stockholm, Sweden, uh, Amsterdam. And where's the other place? Copenhagen, Denmark. I'll be out at the end of the month in those five cities. I really can't wait. I... I have a question that sure, I might, I might ask. Should I ask you off air or is what? it more interesting on air? What is it? I, I'm having probably Ray Longo here one day when yeah. you're gone. He's going to be gone two days without him? Yes. I'm not sure. Oh. Uh, no, but you'll be good. Yeah, you are. Maybe if it's okay with you because he's your friend. What if I had Bobby in here when you were gone? Would that be cool? Would that be that weird because he's your friend? No. But he's my friend too now, but he's your friend. Bobby I don't loves wanna, you. Be, I'd be I would like, I'd have, have a good time in here with Bobby. Yes, is that is that weird? Why is that weird? It's not weird. Not even. I had Dean Thomas in here. No, I saw Dean Thomas. What? No, I saw Dean Thomas at the comedy club when you weren't there. <laughs> Dean Thomas <laughs> came down to the comedy club. But I'm just well, like, no, saying, no, but he's your so friend, no. though. Well, yeah, but Dean's your friend. I know. It's not weird. No. But I mean, that'd be cool, men. though. What's that? We're all men. We're it's all fine. men. Totally fine. If you want, you'd have Chip Chipperson in. I, no, that guy's not coming in. And I'm not doing his show. He wants you to do it. A couple of times, you're going to be fans funny to do show. Fans I don't think the fans want me to do that show. They I, do. I don't know what's going to go on. I, I, do, I don't want nothing to do with that fucking guy. And I'm, <laughs> look out, look out. I was in a good mood all day. And now you bring up that fuck. He's so the opposite of you. And you look so much alike. He's like a little prick. He wants He's like an angry little show. prick. And he's going to say something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, listen to me. You what a good Matt, time. You're going to watch Matt choke out Chip. <laughs> I had such a good... I don't even want this... I almost don't want this to end. This is fun, dude. Thank you to Frankie Edgar, yes. Frank Grillo, and of course, Eddie Alvarez. What a, 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 a fun show, and uh, we'll see you guys in a few days. After the fight, this Saturday, 
you can't not look forward to these fights. This Saturday night, dickhead. And what time is the uh, the, the FX thing start? Let, let's just really quick, only because I don't I want don't anybody know. to miss any. I'm going to say it right now. Oh, the UFC Fight Pass prelims start at 6 p.m. Eastern. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> the FX prelims, 8 o'clock Eastern, 8 p.m. Eat, eat. <laughs> only because people miss the barking. There you go. Some people hate the barking, but some people like the barking. Jimmy, I'm looking at you. I like it. Okay. The uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time on FX prelims is the uh, is the uh, FX prelims. <laughs> you should do these. You should do these reads. I I'm suck. No, you're, you're, you're looking at chicks. I know. All right. And obviously, the review main cards at 10 p.m. I, Dude, the champ, Miochik versus uh, JDS, and the whole card the is rematch. fucking amazing. I know what I'm doing Saturday night. I can't wait. Jimmy, I will see you next week. Chris the Bedusa, we out of here. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Tired of fighting your kids to make their bed? Say hello to Betty's. The unique design lets your kids make their bed with just a zip. Our patented bedding includes everything you need, a fitted sheet, top sheet, and comforter in one seamless piece that zips together. Kids love the feeling of accomplishment when they can make their bed by themselves every day. Make your mornings easier and visit Bettys.com. That's B-E-D-D-Y-S dot com.